What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the seventh episode of the Unfiltered Fitness Podcast. As always, my name is Seth Bessie, sitting here with Luke Triveline, and today we're going to be digging into the topic of how to keep off that holiday weight, how to keep that uh, bowl full of jelly like Santa's uh, <laughs> Santa's big belly from approaching you this summer, or this winter. And, um, you know, adding that extra weight. So, Luke, what do you think is, uh, you know, for your average Joe, what do you think is probably like the most important thing to focus on, you know, when it comes to approaching these holiday parties and all this extra weight that we could gain? Well, it usually really starts around Thanksgiving, right? I mean, people get together. That's kind of the first real winter, you know, stuff their fat faces for a whole day (laughs) and then be lethargic for the next three days. Right. But. I would say two things. If you're already on some type of workout regimen or program or whatever, stay consistent with it. Don't say, all right, well, the, you know, Christmas is coming. Thanksgiving just was here. You know, I might as well just be a fat fuck for the next month and I'll start <laughs> back up in January. And the same goes the other way is if you're not on a program, you can't say the same thing. Well, I haven't been on one. I'll start in January. I might as well just be fat again for the next three weeks and I'll just go hard in January. Start today. I mean, even just walking or whatever. Get some type of movement. Get some type of physical activity going uh, to at least put you in the right direction come the new year once you get past all the holiday parties and stuff like that. But, you know, either staying with what you have or starting something new and not waiting until, you know, the new year. And then as far as, you know, going with the diet, you just can't let things get out of control. You have to you know, mitigate the things you eat while you go to a party. You got to know that, look, there's going to be people there. I might have a drink or two, um, but I got to keep my plate to a minimum. I'm not eating 10, you know, pieces of cake. I'm not drinking excessively, staying up late. Then the next day, having to eat something greasy in the morning, and then I'm tired and blah, 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 and it all just spirals from there. You got to be able to put yourself on some type of disciplinarian or discipline action plan that's going to keep you from just excessively eating right yeah i think that a lot of people fall into the trap of like oh it's thanksgiving this is what we do like right. <laughs> you know you the american way right <laughs> like we invented this holiday to like smash a ton of food when people were literally starving to death on a yearly basis like it's not really going on anymore in this country so we stuff our faces every single year with like super crappy food and like yeah it's you know it's more of like a community thing and like a family thing but you definitely don't need to let it like totally derail you if you're on a program right now and then the other thing is if you're not on a program right now like this is the best time to start because you know if you can stay disciplined through a time like this like if you can stay on track and you can start something new at a time like this when you know that all the temptations are going to be there you're building so much discipline and you know you're not going to have nearly as many temptations on your weekly basis that you will on holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas so um you know if you can get on a program right now and start like kind of trick yourself like a lot of people like to start on January 1st they're like oh new year this is when I'm going to start all my new things. And it's like, that's cool. And that's awesome. I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan of setting new goals and everything like that. But there's a power in just like throwing your hands down today and saying like, you know what? No, I'm not going to wait until the new year. Like I'm going to start now. I'm going to get momentum into the new year so that I am already, you know, into this thing by the time this new year comes around. Well, Apollo Creed said it best. There is no tomorrow. 
Right. right. I mean, you, nothing's guaranteed. What? Why not start today? What is stopping you from going for a walk, doing ten fucking push-ups at your house, right. not eating the extra piece of meat or whatever's on your plate? It's. It doesn't take that much to get started, and right. that you got to get the ball rolling. Right. And if like, I mean, if you're already like pretty disciplined and you're, you know, you're working hard and you have your goals and you know what you're doing and you know you're staying on track, like. If you want to go for, you know, your holiday parties and that kind of stuff and, like, you plan for it and you know, like, you know what, okay, I'm going to eat like shit today. Like, that's fine as long as you've kind of reconciled it with yourself and you know that, like, you know, I've worked hard. I've earned this. Like, I'm, I've planned for this as well. I'm going to do this and then immediately I'm going to get right back on track. What, where the problem happens is when you know, your Thanksgiving dinner turns into Thanksgiving leftovers, which turns into pizza on, you know, Monday night. And it's like, you know, you end up just getting into this rhythm of eating like crap. And that consistency just always compounds. Like, you know, if you're going to eat Thanksgiving dinner, you're going to stuff your face. The next day, you're going to feel like crap. So you're going to reach for crap. And, you know, eventually that just adds up and adds up and adds up. And before you know it, you're three months in and you're totally off your program. You're totally off your nutrition. And it's because of that one day that you decided to let yourself slip. But you didn't make the decision to get consistent right after that. That's super important. Like making sure that if you do plan for a crappy day that you get right back on top it the next day. Yeah, and if if you feel like shit from eating like shit all the time, you're not going to be motivated to work out. You're definitely going to be lethargic and tired and not, you know, totally into your workouts, which is, you know, if you have the one day, that's fine, or one bad meal, and and it's okay to indulge. It's okay to be eat things you enjoy, but it has to be minimal, and you have to, like you said, plan for it. Whereas I'm just going to go, I got a party tonight, I got a party Saturday, you know, I get home late. I don't feel like cooking, so I'm gonna eat a bad meal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cold outside. I don't want to go to the gym. You got all the all the reasons to put on weight, and and it makes it harder by the time Christmas rolls around, finishes. I mean, right. if you were weighing 170 pounds and then you're gonna start back up in January weighing 178, well, you just went eight pounds in the other direction. You got to work <laughs> back up. It makes it yeah. that much harder instead of just buckling down a little bit. And you know, I would be a liar to say that I don't eat you know, crappy things over the holidays or cookies or whatever, you know, shitty food or I indulge, but I don't overindulge. I don't do it every day. I don't, you know, stay out till three drinking and then, you know, wasting my whole next day because I'm hungover. Right. You're not bringing it home and then having leftovers for the next four days and eating the same crappy food that you, you know, stuffed your face with for that. What was supposed to be like one cheat day now turns into like a whole weekend. And another thing too, like just dealing with the holidays in general, I always love to get a workout in early on those holidays because usually I mean 90% of the people have the day off so it's like you know you you have the day off especially if it's a normal weekday where you'd usually be waking up early like wake up early and go work out and you've already won the day then and it's like okay I know that I'm gonna kind of eat like shit today so I'm gonna wake up early I'm gonna work out beforehand and then the, the day after that, a lot of people don't work on Black Friday, like speaking about Thanksgiving in particular, like a lot of people have off that Thursday, Friday. So like the next day, go and earn that food that you just ate. Like it's fine to kind of get off the rails every once in a while, but you got to earn it. Like you got to know that, you know, this cookie that I'm eating right now isn't free. Like I'm not just going to eat this and then just kind of, you know, sit back and like enjoy it all. Like I'm going to 
I'm going to eat it knowing that I'm going to have to earn this. Like whether I earned it this morning in my workout or I'm going tomorrow, like immediately after, like I'm getting right back on the horse. Like this is not going to derail me into, you know, multiple weeks of eating like shit. And then like you said, you know, you end up at the new year, eight pounds heavier. And it's like, okay, now I have to work off that eight pounds just to get back to where I was on November 20th. And then I'm working down from there. It's like, that's, you know, you just, you're, you're destroying your, your progress by doing that. Yeah. And and if you live in the armpit of the U S like we do, where it's cold (laughs) and fucking gray for four months, I mean, you got to find things that you, are enjoyable too that you can get done because you're not just going to probably go outside in 25 degree weather and go for a walk. I mean, right. there either has to be some type of gym membership or something at home you're going to do or something that's enjoyable that at least gets you physically active, especially if you're not like a gym rat already or on a highly, you know, thought out program. If you're just looking to get into it, I mean, you got find something that's at least enjoyable that's going to get you physical activity that you're not d- doing normally every single day. And again, sometimes that's hard when it's cold and shitty and snowy and all that, you know, all the other reasons to not be outside. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be something inside. I mean, it could be as simple as, you know, riding a stationary bike at home, treadmill, whatever, or at least body weight, push up, sit up, lunges, something that's getting you active, getting your heart rate elevated, burning some calories. You know, releasing some endorphins, getting you motivated to maybe the next time push it a little more, go a little longer, or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, and something to think about too, just like you know, as we move into the new year, and we, I'm sure everyone's going to be thinking about different goals for their body and their health and different things that that they want to do. Um, something that happened last night, I was talking to my wife about. Um, she came up to me and showed me a picture of one of her friends um, from our wedding, which was a year ago, and she's like. Uh, you know, this girl that we know, she's like, look at what she looked like a year ago. And then she just showed me pictures of what she looks like now. And she's like, she literally looks like she lost like 40 pounds. Like she looks so much better. Her skin looks healthier. She just looks better overall. And it's like, you know, you want people to be talking about you like that in the next year. Like, especially as you see your family that you don't see in a long time over the holidays, like you want to come into the next holiday party looking like, dang, like that guy looks good or she looks amazing. Like this is just such a, there's such a good reinforcement on hearing that. But like, you know, we all know that cousin that we have who just looks heavier and heavier every single year. They look more and more like they're going to, like they're on death's door. Yeah. (laughs) I can measure the inches you are away from death right now because you're constantly drinking. You're constantly eating like shit. And, you know, you have all these stresses in your life that you're not tackling. So it's like, you don't want to be that guy. Like, you know, just upholding your reputation, especially if you are, you know, if you are into fitness right now and you are healthy, like you want to uphold that. You don't want to be the guy that was in great shape or the girl that was in great shape and, and used to eat super healthy. Like that honestly is like, ugh, that makes me, that makes me sick thinking about that, that someone might say that about me one day. Like, oh yeah, he used to be like jacked. Like he used to be in amazing shape. I don't, I don't ever want to be like a used to be kind of guy. I want to be in great shape now. Like, what are you doing now? And you know, you, you start it today, just like you said. Well, it's funny. I literally sent you a video clip, what, yesterday or the other day (laughs) of a show we both like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And this dude's like jacked and the guy's like, how do you do it? And he goes, dude, it's diet and exercise. It's pretty simple. (laughs) And that's really what it is. No one's saying it's easy and no Mm -hmm. one's saying there isn't thought that goes into it. But I mean, you have to put effort and you have to put you know dedicate you know parts of your day to being physically active and and 
being aware of what you put into your body. I mean, those are the two main components. As easy as I said, it's not easy to do, but the, right. the overall, you know, broad stroke is diet and exercise, right? I mean, I right. need to be physically active and I need to be watching what I eat. Right. Especially if you're, I mean, if you're 50 to 100 pounds overweight, I mean, all you got to do is start moving and eating less. You will lose weight and get in better shape just doing that. Now, the closer you are to lower body fat and, you know, that type of stuff, you have to be more, you know, tight with your diet and and have your progressions with your lifts and your exercise and your physical activity. But for the average person, I mean, just moving more and eating less is going to be the key to get you started. It's going to get you results, at least in the beginning. And that's when it's going to keep you motivated. Then add more and get more, you know, complex with your, your diet and your exercise. Right. Yeah. And just like you said, like, it's not, you know, it's not very complicated. It's really pretty simple, but that doesn't make it easy. It's, it's simple, but it's difficult. And there's actually, there's a common phrase, like in, I'm a Christian and among Christians, there's a common phrase that goes, check your heart. And basically what they're saying is like, you know, your heart is where your desires lie. That's where like everything that you want to do comes from. So when they say that, they mean like, you know, you might have this thought that you want to do something, but you got to check your heart because like, do you really want that? You know, cause at the end of the day, you know, I might want to get in shape conceptually, but like in my heart, do I want to go and put myself through some suffering in the gym and, you know, deny the, uh, the, pleasures of eating like crap like in my heart do I really really want that and like if your heart's not there you're not going to do it you're not going to stay consistent like you might have this idea conceptually and you might do it for a week or two weeks or maybe even a few months but if your heart's not in the right place when it comes to your fitness if you're not really really dedicated and that's not what you actually want then you're never going to do it for a long period of time and like you need to kind of figure that out first figure out why you know you have these priorities just way out of whack and then kind of go from there. Cause ultimately like, you know, obviously I don't think that being overweight or obese is like a mental health issue as much as I think it's just people are lazy, but, um, there definitely comes a point where it comes down to your mental, where it's like, what's going on inside of you that you've been talking about this forever. You've been talking about getting into shape for literally like years and you have done absolutely nothing for a sustained amount of time to move yourself into that direction. It's like there's something else going on. It's not just because people do it all the time. So you need to figure out, you know, deep down what's going on to be able to push yourself in that direction. At the end of the day, we have all it's not a knowledge issue. We have more than enough information to be able to do pretty much anything in this world. So to say that you don't know what to do is just kind of a cop out like there's deeper problems than that. If you've been struggling with getting into shape for years and years and years, like it just comes down to doing it. And, you know, like I said, you need to be there mentally and in your heart to actually do it consistently. Yeah. That, uh, your check your heart quote reminds me of another quote from, uh, my boy ice cube. I think, uh, check yourself <laughs> before you wreck yourself, I believe is what he said, uh, which, you know, is, <laughs> holds true with your health. I mean, right. shit. I mean, if you don't keep yourself in check, you're going to wreck yourself. You only get one body. You only get, you know, so long to use it. And you only got X number of years that you're using it at a high, you know, efficiency right. that before you wait till you get too old, 
to get yourself in shape. Things don't bounce back. You don't recover as quickly. You know, you don't build as much lean tissue. You're not going to look as good. Not to say you shouldn't start at any age. I don't care. Start at 70. But the earlier you do it and the faster you get on it, the longer it's going to be in your life, the better you're going to feel, the better quality of life you're going to have, you know, the better things in life you're going to attract. Um, You're going to stay out of the hospital, all the good shit that, you know, we've talked about before. Right. But, you know, one easy way too is, you know, find somebody who's already in shape. And I know we've talked about this in other episodes, but like if you're struggling or getting going, like there's got to be somebody, you know, that works out, go with them to the gym, figure out, you know, at least somebody that's going to keep you accountable outside of a trainer or something like that. Right. And just get going. I mean, that I can't stress enough about just starting today. Like, you know, immediately, even if you don't want to do it tonight, even if it's again, five minutes walking on the treadmill at home tonight, at least you started something and the next day you do six minutes and then the next day you do six minutes and 10 push-ups or whatever it is right you at least started you put yourself on a path and if you can keep yourself dedicated to that it's going to help you make you know well i did six days in a row of working out is this cookie really worth ruining you know what i just did or or going out and having the extra few drinks is that worth you know negating the hard work i put in this past week you know that's what really helps me. I'm sure it helps you and a lot of other people mm-hmm. that already are into fitness. It helps when you already are doing that physical work that you aren't willing or aren't as willing to eat the bad shit because you don't want to blow all the... I right. mean, you could blow five days of hard work in one meal if you just go nuts. You know, oh, you yeah. have three drinks, a meal, an appetizer, and, you know, two pieces of cake afterwards. I mean, right. shit, you could really... make. You're not going to lose your strength gains necessarily or your cardiovascular gains, but it definitely isn't going to help your aesthetic look. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you burn 500 calories in four workouts and then you have a 2000 calorie meal, that's gone, (laughs) you know, in in literally one big meal. And that's 99% of people's problem, I would say, is like the weekend binge eating where like you're really going hard on the weekends. Like I have countless clients who are like, yeah, I'm pretty solid around the week, which, like, pretty solid means, like, they go to Jimmy John's every day for lunch. But, <laughs> like, I'm pretty solid during the week. It's just the weekends that really get me, man. I'm like, okay, well, how many beers did you drink on Friday? They're like, well, probably, like, 12. I'm like, okay. Or they feel so, they feel they deserve a reward because they worked out. Right. I mean, the, the workout is the reward. Not, I worked out, now I deserve Panera. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like once in a while, sure, when you hit milestones, or you, you know, I'm like, and once you right. get to a very good quality of life and in shape, you can afford more cheating. Mm-hmm. You just can't cheat constantly along the way. It's like right. trying to save money. Right. If I'm spending money all the time and I'm trying to save money, I'm right. never going to save a lot. But if I save a lot and spend a little bit here and there, I'm going to save a lot faster and get to my goal. Right. Yeah, and then you can, you know, when you can afford things, you can actually afford them. It's the same thing with fitness. Like, when you can afford to eat, you know, drink a two liter of pop, you can actually afford it. Whereas, like, if you're rewarding yourself after every single workout, that's not even rewarding either. Like, I think a lot of people have this, like, I keep coming back to this for some reason where I've had so many different conversations about this, about how your body really is, like, a terrible indicator of how you actually feel. And like 90% of the time you finish a workout and like, you know, you might have this feeling like I want some sugar or I want to, you know, want to eat some crap because I deserve it because I ate this. But it's like, it's just a terrible indicator of what you actually need. Because if I'm, you know, let's say I go off and I, and I eat two pieces of cake, 
I always feel like shit immediately after. Like, it's never really that rewarding. Like, I might feel like, oh, like a little bit of comfort from it because it's like comfort eating or whatever it is. But like, it's never really that worth it. And like, you could ask 99% of people and they'd almost always say like, yeah, that wasn't worth it. Like, especially when you're doing it consistently. But if like you're planning it out and you know that like, okay, this Friday night we're going out to this restaurant and I'm hyped for it. I've been, you know, eating super, super clean, like preparing for this and I'm going to go hard when I go here. Those are always the times where you can say like, yeah, I ate a lot. It was like, I may have felt like shit, but like it was worth it, you know, because I prepared for it. Whereas like, if you're doing that every single workout, it's never really worth it. And then you always feel like, you know, this is what I do after I work out. And you know, is that really even rewarding? Like, why do you deserve a reward for working out one time? You know, how long have we been doing this? It's like, especially people who've been doing it for years. It's like, you know, Maybe you deserve a reward after you lose five pounds, like a little bit. Right. But, you know, after you hit these milestones, but like all workout is not a milestone, especially after you've been doing it for years and years and years. And I mean, no one ever ate, no one ever felt shit after eating a piece of broccoli. Like right. they, <laughs> they know what they eat and then they feel like shit afterwards and they still continually do it right? because of that short, you know, that little reward they get right there. But, you know, when I was in my 20s, when I would go out more, I mean... After college, basically, I would eat clean all during the week. Then Saturday morning, I make sure I get a workout in, and then Saturday would be the night I would go out. Sunday, I would either take a rest day or whatever, recover from maybe staying out drinking or whatever. But that was planned into my week. I wouldn't go out on Fridays or during the week or anything like that. Saturday would be the night I would go out. Sunday would be my rest day, and I would back on it on Monday. I mean, right. you know, I, it didn't deter me. I didn't go out Friday, Saturday, then, you know, drink all day Sunday during the Bears game or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Saturday was the night I chose. Uh, and then that was it. And I was still able to get a workout on, you know, Saturday morning. Saturday night was my, my night. And then Sunday I, you know, kind of chilled. And then Monday I was back at it. I mean. Right. And there's no, I mean, you know, you can't get it twisted. Like if you put effort into this, you're going to see results. It's people who don't plan. They don't think about it. They don't put any effort in. And then they expect like, oh man, I've been eating so clean. But it's like, okay, you ate like three good meals. <laughs> like, you know, you, 10% you, of your diet is good. Right. 10%. You like, you change this tiny little minute detail. Like you're not going to make all this progress because of that. But it's when you don't plan for anything that you never make any progress. Like you need to have solid plans. If you're like you said, like around the holidays, you would plan everything out. You knew what days you were going to the gym. You knew what days you were resting and people have no idea. That's why they never make time for anything because they're like, Oh, I don't have time. It's like, no, you would have time if you planned it out, but you end up at the end of your day when you dicked around and watched TV for three hours. And then you're like, Oh, I don't have time now. Or you, you know, you sat around and didn't do anything and you, you know, whatever, you bumming around the house doing nothing for two hours. And then you realize that you don't have any time to go to the gym. Well, it's like, yeah, you don't have any time because you didn't plan it into your schedule. If it was important to you, you would put it into your schedule. You would have a determined time, a place and everything, you know, and this kind of goes back to that book. Uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it before, but uh, this book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, it's an amazing book. And he talks all the time about how like, you know, if you are going to make something a consistent habit, you need to schedule the time, the place, and like every tiny little detail about it. Like 
if I want to go to the gym after work, I'm going to say, I'm going to go to the gym on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at Fitness Evolution at 6 p.m. every single week right after work. And like, have that in your schedule. Make that a statement in your head so that you know a time, place, and location for the habits that you want to create. Otherwise, it's just everything's up in the air. It's right. all left up to, you know, chance. And God knows if you're not in the right mindset to be working out anyway, chance is not going to bring you to the gym. Right. Like you're not, that's not going to be your default that you fall back to if you're not in the, in the habit of exercising. Right. That kind of leads me into my question of what, what do you struggle with the most over the holidays as far as either diet or exercise or a combination of the both? Um, to be honest with you, like the last two years, I've been having a problem with just like bloating when I eat like shit, and it just makes me feel super uncomfortable. Well, now you added your uh, your wedding anniversary <laughs> into the mix too. Yeah, yeah, I have a wedding. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. But um, yeah, I mean, like Thanksgiving, wedding anniversary, Christmas, like all in a row. Um, I haven't been feeling good when I eat like shit over the last few years. So I've actually been eating way less during those holiday things because I'm like, I don't want to sit on the couch for five hours feeling like garbage after I eat all this crap. So I've been eating less, which is good, but I definitely still struggle with, um, just sweets, man. Like I will freaking eat 10 like chocolate chip cookies. Like in, and if I have a thing of Oreos, like I'm eating the whole thing around the holidays, like uh, I love eggnog. <laughs> so there's things like that. Like, there's small things like that. Sucking down Santa's <laughs> nog. Sucking down Santa's Sucking nog. Sucking down Santa's nog is so good. But, like, you know, obviously, it's like, it's all the, uh, it's all the usual suspects that I struggle with that everybody else does too. But, you know, I will say, like, I've made a pretty good habit out of exercising on every holiday because I have the day off most of the time. So I'm like, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to move my body because. I have the day off. Everyone's usually kind of being lazy and sleeping in. So it's kind of nice. Like you wake up early, nobody's up yet. And, but in terms of like the thing that I struggle with the most, yeah, definitely like nutritionally, I don't struggle with exercise before, during, or after holidays. It's the nutrition side of things like with just sweets. Like I'm horrible with sugar. I have a bad sweet tooth for sure. But you know, I know that if I go and hit a hard and I usually will do some kind of cardio on my, um, on my holiday workouts. So I know I'm burning some extra calories. Like I know if I do a hard workout, I can afford it, but, um, I just don't want that to turn into like, Oh, there's leftover cookies on the table from four days ago that I'm still eating since Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that that's, turns into a problem. Mine's the same. My sweets kill me. I mean, yeah. I was talking to one of my clients a week or so ago about, uh, those Christmas tree, uh, uh, little Debbie, kind of like the zebra uh, cakes, but I literally couldn't get it off my mind. Zebra cakes. So I went to the gas station. I saw them there. I bought two of them. Oh, I no. ate one and it was good. It was what I haven't had one in years. Yeah. And the second one I didn't even need, nor did I even really want it, yeah. but I ate it anyway because I had it and I was like miserable yeah. eating the second one, but yeah. I ate it cause I bought it and I was like, well, right. I don't waste the 79 cents. Right. And, uh, your like, eyes are always bigger than your stomach with that kind of shit too. But I'll, I'll still eat it. My stomach will take it, I know. but I'll still eat it and I'll just be, I'll be, MFing myself mm -hmm. the whole time. I'm like, why are you such a fat ass? <laughs> and I'll still eat it anyway. You're like shame, shaming yourself. Yeah, if it's eating. not in front of me, I won't do it. Besides stopping at the gas station. But right. other than that, right. I mean, I'm 
The sweets are what kind of kill me on the holidays. This is funny because that's that was actually my question was not not what do you struggle with, but my question was what's your favorite dish on on the holidays. Favorite dish? I mean, as far I know as... you love your mom's monkey bread, right? Oh yeah, that's probably it. It's yeah. Christmas morning, monkey <laughs> bread. My mom. <laughs> there was yeah. a fiasco a couple of years ago. She makes it every year for fucking thirty some year, and then she didn't make it, and I like yelled at her. And she... <laughs> She, I felt bad, and then she's, like, scrambling to try and find the ingredients. She's like, I'll go to the store and whatever. I'm like, you ruined Christmas. So every Everybody's year she makes make, yeah, now she makes sure she makes it. But that's I, oh I could eat gosh. the whole pan. Yeah. Um, and my mom just makes really good food in general, so right. I kind of smash all of her food. Right, but, right. Uh, yeah, probably the monkey bread is probably my favorite thing around the, the Christmas time. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I always like this is so weird, but uh, my buddy's mom when I was growing up, she would always make this like, it was like a she would call it like Thanksgiving casserole, and it was it was basically every ingredient for Thanksgiving. It was like turkey, mashed potatoes, corn, and then um, gravy and the cranberry like the sauce. KFC bowl. Really. It literally, yeah, it literally was like the KFC bowl. She'd make like a casserole out of it, but it was all homemade. Like it was homemade mashed potatoes. She made the cranberry sauce herself. Like, everything was insane. It was just, yeah, I remember. And then, like, the homemade gravy and everything. But that was definitely my favorite. I haven't had that in years, though. But that was something that I literally would, like, I'd be looking forward to, like, a little kid. And, um, yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite dishes. But, as always, you can't eat a whole pan of monkey bread and then expect to be feeling good. <laughs> no, I definitely don't feel good great but you know it's once a year it is what it is i I'm, i accept it yeah <laughs> but i'm not the next day you know eating another pan of monkey bread and yeah not working out and doing what i have to do yeah Brittany's family definitely gets pretty crazy with the uh, desserts around this season too like her mom's always bringing like some kind of cinnamon roll or chocolate or something like the peppermint bark like there's always something like that around during the holidays and it's like Definitely tempting. And I get it. And we're not saying it's not going to be hard or it's not going to be, you know, but the more you do it and the time after time and year after year, you get a little more discipline. It gets a little easier. Uh, you do a little less and then still enjoy the time with your family and food and stuff like that. But definitely don't stuff yourself to a coma. Right. You know, and then drink yourself <laughs> back right. out of it and sleep the whole next day. <laughs> you know, main right. thing is watch what you're eating. If you're not on something, start it now. And if you are something, stay consistent, you know, into the new year. Right. So that about wraps it up. Thanks for listening. See you.